Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. On the next episode of Expeditiously. Please, everybody, welcome Mr. Tyler Perry. What's up? What's, What's going up, on, bro? Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. And, and your meteoric rise, man, to success uh, has not come without some level of criticism. Some? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you being polite. Tyler Perry on the next episode of Expeditiously with T.I. My sacrifice comes on the end because it's part of my catalog. Okay. So that's where my value is. It's not, I'm not making the money up front. It's in the long game, right? Right. So if you go in and you're looking for the bag, then great. You go buy your Bentley, your Rolls Royce, great. That's all. It's over with. That's wonderful. You had it, but, but then what you've done is signed it all away. Right. They own you. And they're never going to give you an opportunity to be in that position. Again. Don't miss the next episode of Expeditiously with special guest Tyler Perry. The episode drops Thursday, March 19th. Expeditiously with T.I. Now available on Spotify, the podcast on app and Apple Podcasts. Is Medea really dead? That's it, man. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. This is the world we live in. This is Dan Patrick. Uh, it's hour two on this Traeger Meat Friday. We actually have burgers and brats, but we also have White Castle hamburgers. They're on the Traeger. I've usually microwaved White Castle hamburgers, but on the Traeger grill, I got smoked White Castle hamburgers coming up. You can get in touch with the program a variety of ways. We want to say hello to uh, the chat row. Uh, Tyler is monitoring that. Tyler, the moderator, is uh, monitoring uh, all the great folks with the uh, chat row. Yes, he. It's a little bit of a controversy. Why? Uh, it started late uh, last hour. Why? What happened? Tyler, the moderator, yes. uh, is a little heavy-handed with the censoring, apparently. Oh, what? I don't know. Our very own Walter was, uh, was censored earlier today, Paul Pabst. What yeah. happened? Tyler swatted me. I got I got blocked by Tyler. So they're, they're showing some videos during the break. They're showing uh, when Perloff and I did that barbecue tour down in Houston. Yeah. And I was just commenting on the different places. We went Pinkerton's and Killen's and all that stuff. And I said, man, Killen's barbecue, that's the best meat I've ever had. Blocked. <laughs> blocked. Wow. So what happens is when you're in that chat um, – and it'll say your name, and then the comment is yeah. right next to it. But when Tyler swats a comment, it just says comment deleted or something like that. If Paul Papp's comment deleted. <gasps> I was asked if I wanted to rephrase and re-enter it to get back in the room. <laughs> and I turned that offer down. I, okay, Tyler was out there cooking the hamburgers, and I said, uh, he goes, oh, I made a mistake with Paul. And I go, what What happened? He goes, I, I, I silenced him for like five minutes. I I, I made a mistake. I said, oh, that's okay. Oh, we're showing Tyler. If you're watching now on YouTube, Tyler's out there in Traegerville. He's he's smoking heaters and smoking hamburgers, and he is uh, moderating the uh, chat room. You might want to stop by Kinko's and fire up the resume after he's done with the burgers. All right, welcome to the program, already in progress. Uh, I spent a good portion of the first hour, too long as a matter of fact, ranting about the ESPN greatest college basketball player of all time brackets that they uh, put out last night. Uh, so I, I've, I've made my uh, opinion known, and it's the correct opinion. Lou Alcindor is the greatest college basketball player of all time, and uh, we move on with that story. Nothing to see here after that. Sean Payton tested positive. Uh, you, there are two Laker players who tested positive for the coronavirus. The Rams have uh, dropped Todd Gurley, Clay Matthews. Gurley was picked up by the Falcons earlier this morning. Red Sox lose Chris Sale 
Tommy John surgery. Uh, so, poll question there, McLevin. Okay, would you rather be a top 50 NBA player with a not great college career or a top five college basketball player like Christian Leitner and an okay NBA career? 80% want to be Dominique Wilkins. <laughs> okay. I would rather be Christian Leitner than Dominique Wilkins. Tom Brady made it official. Tom Brady is uh, past his physical and is signed as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. I don't know what, you know, imagine the doctor when he sees Tom Brady. I, I, I wonder if, if he knows that it's Tom Brady. He probably has his own doctor there in New York. But if he didn't, um, what do you do for a living? Is it a high-stress job? Do you work around a lot of people? But, uh, Tom, I mean, you imagine the pressure on that doctor to pass him. I mean, Tom, Tom's been on the injured list, the injured report for the Patriots for the last 20 years, hasn't he? Hasn't he been questionable his entire career with some kind of injury there? All right, let me get some phone calls in there. Then we'll, uh, we'll check in with the uh, great NBA insider for the athletic, Shams Charania. We'll talk about the Lakers who have tested positive for the coronavirus. Victor in L.A. leads us off this hour. Hi, Vic. Hey, thanks for the call. I, my question is, if you're an NFL owner and you know that if you sign this running back for $50 million for five years, but you're going to get guaranteed one appearance in a Super Bowl, would you be willing to pay that $50 million? Thank you for taking my call. All right. Well, it, I guess we're assuming the running back is like a Derrick Henry type, and, and that's what the Rams did. Go back and you know listen to the comments that people had about that contract. It was it was not going to be a good contract. Uh, but if that was going to help you win a Super Bowl, I think it's it's a little bit more palatable that okay we we overpaid or we paid for you know a running back and nobody is going to be doing that anymore. But we got a Super Bowl out of this. Yeah, you could probably validate that. I think the Rams front office would go yeah you know we'll we'll take that. I mean, you took a shot, and, and you know, you bring in Peters and Tlaib and Dominic and Sue, you tried, and I give them credit because a lot of franchises don't. And you got to the Super Bowl. Uh, Jeff in St. Louis. Hey, Jeff, what do you have for me? Good morning again, Dan. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, after I, one thing I can tell you for sure, Jerry Jones would jump all over that. He just wants that Super Bowl. But I want to be the first one wheel of punishment, I got to bet. Okay. And I won it against Fritzy. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, picking you, Fritzy. Okay, all right. What do you all have, right. Jeff? I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go with the Patriots. Do not win more than five games this year, and Tampa Bay makes the playoffs. Okay. And if I win, he has to wear, he has to burn a Denver Broncos shirt jersey. Oh, what? Yeah, and then we're Tampa Bay for, the, and Shane Irvin has to do the same. He has to burn that Cowboys. They're not making playoffs either. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, Fritzy, are you willing to take Jeff up on it? i got to give that some the thought of having to burn you got a, 17 Bronco jerseys. I know. It's never enough. The thought of doing anything to any of my Broncos stuff. Yes, Paul. This how that would ever work because Fritzy cannot uh, start fire. He's oh, that's right. There you never, go. Somebody, I'm somebody would have to Thank use you, the Paul. lighter. Yes. Yes, dude. <laughs> not a joke. No, that it is, is true. He does not know I'm how gonna, to I'm use the lighter. Take, I'm going to take that exemption of not being able to burn anything because yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. Yes, dude. The uh, so the Patriots schedule, all right. Their away games are at the Bills. That's a loss. They're at Texans, Chiefs, Chargers, Rams, Dolphins. Uh, then of course they have the Bills, Dolphins, Jets. Uh, they're 
Broncos at home, Raiders, Cardinals, 49ers, Ravens, uh, Jets, and Seahawks. All right, we can discuss. I got uh, I got somebody really important here. Uh, Sham Sharania, the uh, great NBA insider for The Athletic, he was the first to break uh, the Rudy Gobert testing positive for coronavirus. Also, Kevin Durant, Christian Wood, two Laker players have all tested positive, and Shams uh, was uh, the leading man on those stories as well. When do you think we'll find out the Laker players who tested positive? Yeah, Dan, great joining you. Um, you know, I think it's reached a point where it's really on the players to come forward or, um, you know, obviously my job as a reporter is to, is to you know, probe and, and see, but it's reached a level where I think there are two spectrums. You know, I think there's one side of players that want to raise awareness, and, you know, want want to, you know, make things, you know, I guess have their voice on it and really want to remind America and the public in terms of just like staying quarantined, staying safe, being careful. Um, I think there is still that stigma around it um, for another sector of players and, and people. And so that's just something that everyone has to deal with. I'm not sure when those will be um, out there. Um, I don't know who those two players are right now. and and uh, But really, it, it doesn't matter. Just the fact that, you know, you've had – I think five, six, seven, eight organizations, more than a handful of organizations now impacted by the coronavirus. And the whole league hasn't even been tested yet. And I think that just goes to show you kind of what's going on around the country in terms of there's there's, amount of, there's an amount of cases right now that we know of, but I'm sure there are plenty more. What do you think the likelihood is of basketball returning this year? I wish I could tell you it's very likely. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think – you're really looking at playing from anywhere between June and August. I think that that's where players and teams and owners and even the league office have essentially targeted those kind of that three-month period. Um, you know, they had Dr. Rebecca Murphy um, on the Board of Governors call, I was told, earlier this week. And he let, you know, all the owners know, kind of gave them some sobering facts in terms of this is going to reach an inflection point over the next two to three months across the country. And even in the NBA, the cases will rise. And the comparison to Italy was made. And so I think there's, there's a soberness to that. And, and I think people realize this is not just going to be a quick fix uh, in the next month, in the next two months. This is going to take some time. And so um, I, I don't know. And, and when is it, you know, reach a point where we are not going to play? Yeah. Um, you know, is it, is it August? Is it July? Um, I, I still think the players, whether it's LeBron James, especially those three teams at the upper echelon, the Lakers, the, uh, the, the Clippers, and the Bucks. They all want to play no matter what, no matter if the season starts in August or September. The question is, will, will it be too late at that point? Yeah, I'm starting to wonder if we even have basketball later on. And as you're saying, June to August, that's a pretty big window there of going, you know, maybe. And then can you get fans to go back or you shorten the season? Do you start the playoffs right away? I was told maybe you do a best of three in the opening round, a best of five after that, and then best of seven after that. Like, I guess all ideas are on the table, but I'm starting to believe that we're not going to have the NBA this season. And, and, and one more thing to really look at is the fact that the NBA starting today, um, as I reported yesterday, they, they're shutting down all their practice facilities, right? So the players are essentially quarantined, all quarantined at home, don't have a choice for the foreseeable future. And how will their game shape be, you know, between now and let's say they have a two-month layoff where, yeah. you know, we're in the same period, you know, as a country and, and as a league where you can't do anything. You can't go to the facility. You can't go to a public gym. Um, you know, guys, their conditioning is going to taper off. I've had a handful of players express some 
you know, concerns about that with me as well in terms of that, you know, this is going to affect our game shape. You know, are we going to be able to play when the season's back in July or August and we're not in shape? And so those are all things that the NBA has to think about. And I think that everyone wants basketball. There's no question about it. Uh, it, it, it it's a matter of doing it safely. And I don't know how that's going to be. Is it going to be doing these games in G League arenas? Is it practice facilities? Is it, you know, they're going to come up with something creative if this does go on in July or August. Yeah. How do you think history is going to treat Rudy Gobert? You know, I've thought about this a lot over the last week um, since last Wednesday. I, I think there's no question. I think he would even admit, and he has admitted, that there was some carelessness and, um, you know, some recklessness in the way he touched the mics that previous, you know, a couple of days prior on, on that Monday. Um, and just his behavior over the two days in terms of not fully understanding the veracity of this situation. But I think, I think obviously he knows it now. I think the whole country knows it now. I think the NBA clearly has been at the forefront of it. And Adam Silver clearly has put his foot down and, and was the first pro league to, to suspend in America. And, you know, everyone's kind of followed that same, same, same template ever since. And so I, I think he's going to be that first guy that tested positive and started a chain uh, chain event in not only pro sports, but I think in America. I think that was a glaring moment um, across the whole country. And so um, someone had to be the first one. He was the first one. And as you're seeing now, this wasn't just all related to him. This wasn't just one player transmitting this disease or this virus. This is reaching every sector of the NBA, and it, it's only likely going to increase. Sean, thank you. Great job on uh, breaking those stories. We appreciate your time, and uh, we'll be following you uh writing for The Athletic. Thanks, Dan. All right, that's Sam Sharania. Uh, does a great job, NBA insider. And, you know, you, you, you have there are laws of, you know, trying to protect these players with the Lakers who have tested positive. But, you know, I wonder if the other players, you know, Marcus Smart uh, self-reported. Um, you know, Donovan Mitchell. You know, so it's not a question of if we'll find out, but when we find out. But that's, you know, you have to be fair to these players as well. Uh, and then what's going to happen to the other players on the Lakers? And have they all been tested? Uh, the fact that they're shutting down facil practice facilities. I, I think that it, I would be surprised if we have basketball this year. I, I really would. Starting to believe that. Yeah, Paul. I saw a couple of different reports about the NFL season could be in jeopardy because even though it's down the road a lot, there's – this could get worse before it gets better. I was looking at the NFL. The NFL is a different product. They don't play night back-to-back -back games. They have generally seven days or five or six days between games. And I think the NFL will learn about what's going on in the next few months and say, like, look, we got to get games on television. Empty stadiums, no one would care. But, you know, if you could even, again, I'm speculating way down the road, they would have the funds to test people and protect them well, measures in place, but... They have months and months to get this together. Yeah, baseball is waiting. That's why we're going to have Joe Madden on and Dave Roberts. Just, you know, what is plan B here? You know, when when do you expect to play baseball? Football, you're going to have the draft, and, you know, then you're going to have the off-season workouts, and that's going to be interesting, too. When can you get together, and then when can you play games? I, I just don't think we're going to have NBA basketball. I don't. Uh, a couple of phone calls here. Uh, Grady in Wyoming. Hey, Grady, what do you have for me today? Hey, Dan. Um, my biggest concern is TB bringing all these people to Tampa. I haven't heard the name of an offensive lineman yet. So if he's on his back, 
How is he going to throw a football? Well, they're going to shore that up. I And thanks for the phone call, Grady. But I don't know if offensive linemen can go, hey, I'm joining Tom Brady there. Because that may not happen this year. And unless there are some free agents out there that I'm not aware of, you know, Brady, I'm sure one of the first conversations he had with Bruce Arians is, at offensive line, need a little help there, Bruce. And I'm sure that they are using the draft, uh, you know, whatever resources they have to help Tom. So it's not a great offensive line. Yes, you. I'm pretty sure by the time he gets on his back anyway, the play's dead. So he couldn't throw the ball. Wow. Yeah. Completing okay. passes when you're actually on your back on an NFL field, almost, it's rare. <laughs> <laughs> I got Grady's back today. I know what he was, I know what he meant. Well, he's being figurative. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because if he was already on his back, right. then the, the place should be blown dead. That's, if he threw the rarely does that happen anyway, but the place but should be blown dead. But he could throw it, and then he would be falling down. No. And, and then somebody could be running for like 80 yards. So Tom could be on his back. Yeah, but if he, if he was on his back, he would be on his way to being on his back then in that scenario. He could still be on his back before Mike Evans is crossed the goal. Shut up. <laughs> Just <laughs> back seating up. If, if he's on his back and he throws it and they let it go, if they review that play, they're going to blow it dead. There's just no chance. All right. Because the sky judge would probably flag yeah. that. <laughs> you know I'm really sensitive today. Just, we love Maravich. We love no, no, it's not just Maravich. It's Jerry West. I mean, Trey Young. Good God, I love Trey <laughs> Young. But what do you, come on, Trey Young. You can make fun of me, make fun of my hair, make fun of my family. Don't make fun of Jerry West and Pete Maravich. Well, not my hair. But, I mean, come on. Trey Young. Had it. Leo in Kentucky joins us. Hi, Leo. What do you have for me? Hey, Dan. How are you? Oh, I'm great. <laughs> and, you know, just to, just to uh, echo your sentiments, as a father of a 23-year-old uh, I want to kill sometimes, it sounds like there's some recency bias to use that buzzword with maybe that list with Trey Young and, and whatnot. So, yeah, I know. Um, yeah. I, yeah, definitely. I know. I, not to sound like the get-off-my-lawn guy, but it is what it is. No, that's me. Um, I'm the guy, the get-off-my-lawn guy today. But uh, what else do you have, Leo? Um, so I, I've got a crazy thought. I know everybody there is going to, you know, jump on this and call me crazy. But what about Jameis Winston to the Patriots? And before everybody goes nuts, just hear me out. Yeah, I heard that. Now, just hear me out a little bit. Is that he was in a system in Bruce Arians that reminds you of the Al Davis vertical passing, get it downfield. And I think a lot of that contributed to his interceptions. If you look at his stats, he only had one year where he threw under 3,500 yards. He put up massive numbers last year. He just also put up massive turnovers. But if he's in the Patriots system where they can rein him in a little bit and he's throwing dink and dunk stuff like, you know, Brady did, maybe a little further because he has probably a better arm, I think they can, you know, if anybody can make him successful, I think it's that coaching staff at New England. And right. they wouldn't have to pay him much. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Leo. Bill would be going from a guy who doesn't turn the ball over at all to a guy who turns the ball over all the time. That might be tough for Belichick. You want to you want to drive Belichick into retirement? Bring in Jameis Winston. I would bring in Cam Newton before I would Jameis Winston because my my concern with Jameis Winston is I just don't know if he has the wherewithal to go. Let's try not to. 
I, I got to reduce the risk in my throws. Hot, 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 and, and he doesn't. He thinks that he can make these throws. And I don't think that, you know, how he sees the field, I don't care how strong your arm is. You throw people open in the NFL. Or that window that it looks like they're open, that closes quickly. And I just don't think he's gotten better. He's great at times, but he's really bad at other times. We'll take a break. More phone calls coming up. And uh, we got some Traeger Meat Friday songs. We got some burgers, brats on the Traeger Grill. And I think the White Castle hamburgers are ready to come off the grill. We'll take a break and we'll uh, say hello to the Angels manager, Joe Madden. He'll join us coming up next, 20 after the hour on the Dan Patrick Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. You, as a sports fan, are very well aware there's a busy time of year for basketball. College basketball is wrapping up. NBA is just getting right into uh, its postseason. And actually, I'm hearing rumors that the AUAA might be making a comeback. So uh, I know I'm looking forward to getting back into the American Unathletic Association of America. But this time around, I've got a secret weapon up my sleeve. It's called Beat Elite. You take Beat Elite before your workout. It can help extend endurance, improve energy and stamina, and it promotes oxygen efficiency throughout the body. Now, I don't really know what that means, but I do know that when I'm playing pickup basketball, I can feel my feet and my legs underneath me a lot longer and a lot stronger than they are uh, if I'm not taking Beat Elite. Beat Elite is trusted by hundreds of professional teams and elite athletes, so you're getting top-notch performance nutrition. So do like I did. Take your game to the next level with Beat Elite by going to livehuman.com slash Dan and get 20% off your first purchase. The team at Human is making this offer exclusive to our listeners only. You won't find a deal like this anywhere else. That's livehuman, H-U-M-A-N dot com slash Dan, livehuman.com slash Dan. More phone calls coming up. Got some Traeger Meat Friday songs as well. Just had a couple of White Castles off the Traeger grill. Tasted good. Tasted good. Let's bring in uh, Joe Madden, the Angels manager, joins us on the program. How bored are you, Joe? <laughs> uh, it's not. Uh, I'm not bored, actually. It's, it's difficult to, to, to bore me. I've, we're out here in uh, Mesa, Arizona, Jay and I, in our uh, RV, hunkered down uh, near Apache Junction. I get to ride my bike every day. I get to cook every day. So I've been working out, reading. Um, I got some other ideas. We had a, a tremendous conference call yesterday among all the angel staff. So everything's actually been non-boring. How do you stay in touch with your players? Well, that's that's next. Here's what we got going on. I've uh, Tim Buss is uh, our, our uh, vice president of stuff now. He used to be the uh, uh, quality assurance coach. We reestablished him as the vice president of stuff. Wait, wait. Is his title to... vice president of stuff? Yeah, it's perfect. I mean, that way you just throw stuff at him and Buster gets it done. So he's going to get together a phone list or an email list slash text list that I could uh, uh, get in touch with the players with. I've talked to Albert. I've talked, I haven't talked to Mike, but I've talked to Albert recently. And I want to get back into it. These guys have to get back home, settled in, 
and get their routines, their routines down for what they're doing right now. So that's that's worth coming. And it's difficult being a first-year manager with this team because you're still trying to assess what you have. Do you, do you mm-hmm. have a good idea from what you saw in training camp? I do. I think I do. Um, you know, coming into camp, of course, uh, talked a lot with Billy Epler and uh, uh, a lot of the other front office folks. But then I got to see them on the field for a couple, three weeks, whatever it was, and um, I felt good about what I what I saw. I actually felt really good about what I saw. I thought there was a lot more talent there than was uh, uh, being given credit for. I mean, we have some really nice young players. I I was uh, I mean really impressed with uh, a lot of the young arms pitching wise. So it was better than I had thought. Actually, it's really good. And yesterday, the phone call when I, I was able to participate with uh, with some uh, internal knowledge, but I haven't seen these guys, so I feel pretty good about it. Have you been tested for the coronavirus? I have not. I have not. I've uh, you know we've been just sitting, like I said, out here uh, in this uh, in our RV. Uh, we were kept in contact with constantly by our trainer uh, Adam Neville. Adam uh, Texas the other day. We have to answer this questionnaire. And to this point, I don't think uh, I've not been told to do that, not been uh, given that opportunity. But right now, we're just hanging out. Any idea when you play baseball this year? I don't. You know, I'm. Uh, I guess you know me a little bit now. I'm pretty optimistic about things, and uh, you know, in a perfect world, I like to believe we'll at least be able to get together in the middle of May. In a perfect world, if that if it rolls in that direction, I think if we follow all the. Uh, the restrictions in place, and I think that's the biggest thing right now. The more I read about it, the more I understand. We all understand it. Obviously, uh, hunkering down is the right thing to do. Uh, the biggest part of that, I think, is that we uh, get the message out to younger folks. Uh, I think that's the part. Had I been in my 20s, mid-20s, it would probably be difficult for me to wrap my mind around all of this, too. I think uh, thought I read uh, Dr. Adams uh, made a really good point about getting some of the younger, iconic members uh, that are really active on social media to get to their audiences. And I thought that was wise. I've been thinking about that driving around yesterday on my bike. So uh, that would be a good thing to do to get everybody to understand that uh, the more we stay in one place, the sooner this goes away. And also you have, you know, Kevin Durant tested positive. you got Tom Hanks who tested positive. So you do have some names where, you, you know, a lot of people probably feel or felt, uh, well, where I live, it's not going to happen to me or – like, we don't know who's carrying it, but now when you have name recognition there, and then two members of the Lakers, we don't know their names yet, but mm-hmm. it, it's coming, you know, and, you know, there might not be anything we can do to prevent it. Right, but the, the one thing we can do to, to, to squash it a little bit sooner would be that, just like it's been suggested, I mean, why not follow the, uh, the edicts of the health officials right now? I don't know enough. Uh, none of us know enough, so i got to follow their their lead right now. And, and I think, you know, there's a, probably a demographic, a certain age group that's uh, more readily uh, accepting of all these measures, even though you don't like not going out or you don't like the, the fact you can't go to a bar or restaurant. You still do it. But there's also the group that uh, is more bulletproof. When you're you know, in your teens into your 20s, you're absolutely bulletproof. So we need to get the – I think that's that would be appropriate to get the uh, messaging out to them more consistently. And it's something I'm going to start doing in the next couple of days. Uh, I'm really – um, I have, I'm active social media-wise uh, via Twitter, but I think it's uh, important that I get out there even more often right now. So i got some things in the works with uh, the Angels and I've uh, discussed things with MLB to try to get me and not just me, more of the players, coaches, et cetera, involved on a daily basis to, to reach out to, to fans and uh, the general public and uh, be more, both entertaining and informative. Joe, good to talk to you. And uh, it sounds like you're keeping active there, and we appreciate your time. All right, buddy, you take care, too. That's Joe Madden, Angels manager.
first year there, and then you go into training camp, and you're like, uh, I'm just learning names here. And then all of a sudden, we decide that, uh, or baseball decides, like everybody else, that they're going to shut this down. But then I wonder how long it's going to take before, you know, there's baseball being played. If the NBA is not coming back until somewhere between June and August, when can baseball come back? Because one sport will come back, and then will slowly trickle back with other sports as well. It's almost like when, you know, we had 9-11 and the late night shows, nobody wanted to do a live show because they, they didn't, you know, there was separation between what happened in New York City and then all of a sudden you had David Letterman who came back and suddenly it was okay to laugh again and then other shows came back. That's almost the feeling that you're going to get is when do we come back and what do we look like when we come back as well? All right, some phone calls here. Uh, let me see. How about uh, Jay in Delaware? Hey, Jay, what's on your mind? Hey, good morning, Dan. Six foot, 275. Uh, was calling because uh, Janus Winston, I feel like it would be the best thing for the Bucks to keep him as a backup. Look, he's only made a little over $20 million in the past five years still on that contract. Why not sign him for, say, three years, $24 million. He already knows the system and knows the players, and he can go in there and just pick right up. It's too money, at, uh, too much money at one position, plus I think that uh, he, needs, he needs a new change of scenery. It's like Marcus Mariota. He needs a new change of scenery. There's, there are certain quarterbacks, like Mitchell Trubisky. Maybe in two or three or four years down the road, he'll get a chance to start again. He needs a change of scenery, just like Ryan Tannehill. You know, he put up some decent numbers in Miami. Then the franchise was going south. He didn't play well. He lost his job. And then you're just trying to hold on. And I was not surprised at all. In fact, said it when he got there that he'd eventually be the starter in Tennessee because Marcus Mariota had not distinguished himself. I think Mariota has the chance to be a successful quarterback. I don't want to say great quarterback, a successful quarterback. Jameis Winston, too, could be a successful quarterback. But I think that he has some, he's missing something when when he it's trying to call a play, make a play, make an adjustment, and it just feels like he thinks he's back at Florida State, and uh, you're a far cry from Florida State and getting away with those. Yeah, Paul. I know you said it earlier, but if, if they're both available and the price was about the same, Cam Newton or Jameis, and why? I would take Cam Newton. It feels like he's got a better handle on how to play that position than Jameis does. Jameis has more talent than Cam does right now. But, you know, is Cam making those mistakes that Jameis? You just can't. Look look at what Tampa Bay did last year. They went 7-9. and nine. And out of those nine losses, you know, what did they have? They, they were all eight points or less. And then the number of turnovers he had in those losses – that to me was a nine and seventeen. Should have been a nine and seventeen last year, at worst. But now you know Brady goes in there. He'll take care of the ball, and you're in a d- division where Carolina is rebuilding. Atlanta is still in a state of flux, and you know the Saints are going to be good. All right, maybe you don't win the division, but you you make the playoffs as a wild card team there. But don't sleep on what they've already have there. That defense is good. And you got Shaq Barrett there. You, if you shore up the offensive line, then I think you got something really interesting there. But I do think they're a playoff team. Yeah, Paul. Going back to Jameis, at the end of the season, they finished with loss-loss. If they win those two, they're in the playoffs. Against Houston, he had one touchdown and four picks. Yeah. They lost by three points. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean he, 
he's not a starting quarterback right now. I think I think he needs to be humbled where you go, hey, you got to earn this. You know, because you go right into the NFL number one pick and you're like, hey, <laughs> hello world. But you can't have ten interceptions in the last four games. You, and, and you weren't good enough to be, you know, separating yourself from, you know, the teams you were playing. They were in close games. Great quarterbacks win close games. Great coaching, great quarterbacks win close games. Uh, Rob in San Diego joins us. Rob, what's on your mind today? Hey, Dan, this is Rob, and thank you very much. Five foot 11, 185. Thank you very much. I just wanted to say thank you. During this uh, economic time that is going on, everybody's focused on the news. And to hear your voice in the morning from 6 to 9 on the West Coast, it really alleviates a lot of fruster, I guess, or, or whatever the word is. It's just it's, it's nice to hear your voice, and you're very calming, and I hope you win an Emmy. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you, Rob. We need more calls like that. We need more voters like that. That's how we win an Emmy. Uh, I'm I'm being inducted into the National Sports Writing Sportscasting Hall of Fame this summer. They canceled the ceremony. Oh no! But I think I'm still going into the Hall of Fame. But I think I have to wait 18 months to go into the Hall of Fame. Yes, Todd. I heard there's very high expectations for your speech that now you have 15 months instead of three months to work on that in North Carolina. Yeah, 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 McLovin. Take us down to that. Was I going to? Uh, of course I was. <laughs> of course I was. I didn't see any flight itineraries or anything like that. Uh, you know, I, I had first-class tickets. I had to eat those, you know. I got you set up in a Ritz-Carlton. Oh, you're the best. Yeah. But I, I can't do that now. Yeah, see. Because the last time we went down there, we flew private. That's so. true. We did. That was on NBC's dime. <laughs> Bob Costas was there serving beers on the flight down. They had Reese's peanut butter cups on there. Oh, I know. We were like, you know, when when your your kids go on a plane and they, hey, I want to get that. I'll take that. I want one. And and we were like little kids. They're like, oh, look at that. They got they got a Hershey's Kiss. They have free beer. Like, how much do these cost? Yeah. <laughs> They're free. What? Yeah, Paul. You know, you could go down for that sportscaster honor by yourself and just go to the podium and give your speech, and they could broadcast it. You know, you just. Go by yourself. Yeah, I just don't want to bother you guys and have you interrupt a weekend that you could be spending with your family. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. And I don't know if they're going to have the sports semis. <laughs> I don't know. Are they going to have the sports semis? By the way, we're not tired of our families right now. Yeah. By then, you will be. <laughs> Please get me out of here. It might be the other way around. Please. My yeah. wife is, oh. Just to tell you what my wife is going through, I, I mentioned something the other day. She goes, uh-huh, yeah, I heard that story before a couple of times. She actually, yeah. like, I'm out of material. Yeah. And she's losing it. Uh, Blair in Chicago. Hi, Blair. Hey, Dan, how's it going? Good, sir. Good, sir. Good, good. Um, so, yeah, I was just wondering, I don't want to fire you up again about the college basketball stuff, but do we kind of overlook uh, Tyler Hansborough's career a little bit? Three-time All-American, ACC leading scorer, won a title, won a Player of the Year award. So I saw him as a five seed. I was wondering, does he kind of get overlooked a little bit in your mind? Oh, no. Thank you, Blair. I Tyler Hansborough was a, a good player, maybe very good player. Yeah, I mean, if you want to throw him in, is Tyler Hansbrough better than Jerry West? Or, I mean, throw. There's so many names you could. Th I just, I thought Tyler Hansbrough would have been a nice 
courtesy to throw in there. Uh, you know, they put in Jimmer for debt. Trey Young. Yeah. Tyler Hansborough for four years, and he averaged about the same every year. He averaged about 20 points and nine rebounds know, a game. I know, I know. And he suffers because his pro career was almost nothing. He's bounced around the league. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I get a couple more phone calls. Uh, Luke in Alabama joins us. Hi, Luke. Hey, Dan. Appreciate you taking my call again. Sure. Um, I'm glad I got to follow Blair instead of the guy from San Diego uh, <laughs> because my my eight-year-old uh, and I are watching the show, introducing him, and he's a big fan so far. Uh, but he said, uh, "He said, man, uh, this Dan Patrick, he's really whining about this college basketball <laughs> thing." And uh, he's, he's right. Said, uh, if that was no, he's yeah, right. well, it, he's right, he Luke. Said, if that was me, y'all would make me go clean the kitchen. Well, I'll go clean the kitchen. If, if that'll help your eight-year-old understand that we do pay a price here for whining, I'll be—I'll do that, Luke. It's all—it's a teaching moment, is what it is. Thanks for the phone call. Yeah, I know. I was whining. I said I was in a bad mood to start, and it was because ESPN released their brackets for the greatest college basketball ever, player of all time. All right, let me take a break, and uh, we got some Meat Friday songs. I, I want to look at the. I got these are playing songs. These decide if they get into the brackets, which will be released on Monday. Yes, sir. Right. So right now you've got uh, – do you want to hit the names real quick? No, because I'm going to take a break. Okay. It's called a tease. And I want to jump into the Rams situation as well with Todd Gurley now signing with the Atlanta Falcons. More phone calls along the way. And uh, Dave Roberts, Dodgers manager, top of the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. You own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the support this podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and of course, supporting. And now back to the show. All right. We start our Meet Madness songs. That'll be on Monday. We have the brackets. And in case you're wondering about the names on the brackets, we wanted to have great barbecue places since it's uh, Meat Madness. So Memphis, Carolina, Kansas City, and Texas are on there. We have the California Baja region, and that is the uh, the play-in games, the play-in songs. Uh, so we have four songs. Two will get in. They're the uh, it, It's like the play-in games in Dayton, Ohio, for the uh, NCAA tournament. Here is uh, Brandon in Florida with Broken Wings. Baby, back ribs in hell. It's trigger time, it's me Friday, yes, and grab your phone, suck it, Mario, <laughs> taste these chicken wings, that's pretty good, alright, so that's, that's Brandon in Florida, and you're going to be able to vote on this, okay, you decide who makes it in. 
Uh, here is Brian in California, who is, uh, Brandon is going up against. You say you want some beer and some fries. Well, let's get grilled because the trigger is hot. Burgers and dogs, covered in hot cheese. The wicks are hot, yet the beer is cold. Smoking ribs and drinking golden rose. So roasted all forget the veggies. Sausage off and grits and pizza coffee. Oh, my goodness. That's just to get into the Meat Madness bracket. Wow, what a battle with those Yikes. Damn. Brian and Brandon. In the other part of the bracket to play in, Johnny in Canada. Would you see it? Cedar planks. You make the most indirect heat for this piece of meat. Put me on your grill tonight. Would you rub? Would you marinate? Would you spice? Would you leave me plain? Medium rare, cooking with care. Put me on your grill tonight. Yeah, I'm not a big Enrique Iglesias fan. A little, a little slow. Should we let him finish out? He's got 15 seconds. Okay, just to see. Yeah. It's Trigger Grill Friday, baby. Suck it to the back room. I'm glad we let that play out. That was nice. And then uh, he's going against Kevin in Columbus with some ice, ice, baby. All right, stop. Marinate and listen. Traeger's back with a brand new invention. Danny holds his spatula tightly. Smokes on his Traeger daily and nightly. Will he ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Light up the grill. It'll glow. To the extreme, he works the grill like a vandal. Smoking at meat in his apron and sandals. Smoke. Breathing the hickory fumes. He's topping his steak with sauteed mushrooms. Hot wing with blue cheese and celery. Overcooked the beef. It's a first degree felony. No, you will love it. You're going to gain weight. Don't steam veggies. There ain't no way. If hunger's your problem, yo, I'll solve it. Have some of my meat for the back road devours it. Meat, meat, Friday. All right. What's the problem? We have a developing situation over here, Dan. I think I speak for all the Danettes. This feels like you put Duke and North Carolina in one side of the bracket. The, the first two were awesome. These last two were average. Well, you blame Mario for this. Suck it, Mario. We may have to make you have to make a call this here. This isn't now. a good omen for the whole bracket that he put together. No. He's putting all the good ones against each other. No. No. Not that those two weren't good. They were very good. But the Brandon in Florida and Brian in California were so strong. If they had been split up, they would be the clear winners. Here. Yeah, I know. I know. Mario's already messed yeah. this up. Yeah. Now it's not any fun anymore. Yeah. Let's just forget it. Yeah. Let's just go home. Let's just leave. What a disaster. Yeah. You just ruined our meat front. <laughs> I will fix this by the powers vested in me. I will I will fix this. 
we will we will have those two in the opposite brackets there. That that just makes they're too good. I don't know what Mario was thinking. Unless he loves Enrique Iglesias. Does the selection committee normally do this after the brackets have been? <laughs> they don't. It's rare. They, well, wait a minute. We messed this up. Let's and maybe just... they should, but I'm going to do it because I'm going to get it right. Yeah, Paul. He screwed out the play-in games. We're not even in the tournament yet. I know. And and it's all on Mario. He came up with the, the seating, came up with the brackets, the way they look, everything about it. This is what happens, you know, when you want all the credit. You got to take all the blame. On paper, it looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It looks amazing. He um, did a great job with the piece of paper. This, it just might be the actual contents of the piece of paper might be an issue. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of things look good on paper. <laughs> he screwed it up, plain and simple. What is worse, what he just did with the brackets or the shot that he missed in the American Unathletic Association of America? Well, I'm biased, so I'm going to remove myself from this because. <laughs> It'll always be the shot. Oh, my no matter God. matter what. Oh. oh, good. They're running it back now. Oh, and there it is. He stares at the scoreboard and the air ball and two-a-days. Is... Look at that. <laughs> Travel, air ball. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Dave Roberts, Dodgers manager. Final hour coming up. Dan Patrick Show. Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify, and it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcasts. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary, and simply search for our shows to start listening. 